Hello. What's up? Welcome back to the Cold Coast Podcast, the podcast giving you the new information and facts you didn't realize you needed. You probably still don't, but I don't care. This is uh, your host, Brad. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Nick and Connor. And it's the like first podcast since, what, September? Probably. Because <laughs> we just <laughs> the do first this. podcast in September. Uh, no, I know. I'm lazy to do it. Yeah, no. Se- September, definitely. Yeah, no, I'll take full blame for this. I'm just too lazy to do it. So, uh, <clears throat> we've been trying to get back on course with doing this at least once a month, or once a month, once a week. Listen, I already said once a month. I've been trying to do this at least like once a week or so, but, uh, you know, life happens and life sucks. So that's why we're here now. So, uh, as usual, we're going to kind of not necessarily ramble, but kind of go through the topics of the day and talk about things that we kind of want to address, give our own personal opinions and beliefs on those topics and subjects and kind of just, uh, I don't know, talk until, uh, talk until we're horse in the mouth. So, uh, I don't really know where you guys want to start with this. I think we have, we have a little pre-conversation going on about a couple topics. Um, yeah. What do we What do we want to run with first? We want to run with like um. Uh. You can get the heavy politics out of the way. I don't care. Whatever you Whatever you want to do. Connor, what do you want to start with? Uh, I'm not gonna start with whatever. You want to start? We, we want to get the heavy politics out of the way. I'll get the heavy politics out of the way. We gonna go with fine the, by uh, me. We gonna go with the Catholic Church thing. Ah, uh, if you if, if you guys want to go go with that, go right deep into it. I'm down. We we haven't done this in a month, so we might as well just make this the last podcast. Everybody just stating some crazy ass fact or crazy ass opinion. Yeah, oh, we could, we could. Um, definitely good. So I don't know if uh if you want to uh to hash out what happened or I don't know what I don't. Fully let's just know. Let's, let's you don't let's, fully let's, know so uh. Just, just dive into it. Let me, uh... So, the Catholic Church brought up a, uh... Uh, hot topic in the modern era. Uh, uh, civil union between homosexuals. And, um... Um... He said that in 2013, uh, about, uh, how he's not gonna judge... Uh, gay people for being gay, which is, that's, you know, that is in, uh, what do you call it, in line with Christian belief, and Catholic belief, but what is not in line is what he did, I believe it was five or so days ago, like a week, or around a week ago, um, <clears throat> is, uh, that they will be, uh, he will support civil unions of gay people, meaning marriage. Right, so... Yeah. That's a uh, that's a hot take. It's not very Catholic, one could say. Uh, right, it would go against their doctrine, but. Anyone else have any thoughts on this, or? It's a, just it's a drastic change from like what the, from what the playbook has been for like what the last hundred years. Yeah. Like this has been the most progressive pope I've ever, I think we've ever had, or there's ever been, right? Yeah. Pretty much. The most, the, the most what you say? The most progressive yes pope uh, yeah. has been. I mean, I, I'm not one that follows much of what the Catholic Church does, but just, just, just a cursory glance at there at the Catholic history of things, this is this is kind of a 180 in uh in in dog not dogma well yeah dogma and what the Catholic Church has been has been preaching and teaching for I don't know like what 500 years 
It's just starting. 500, um... Well, I mean, the Catholic Church is over a thousand years old. Over a thousand years, you know what I mean. A very, very long time. Yeah, it's... The Catholic Church is a thousand years old. So, or more than. It's... Fourth, uh, fourth century. Rome. So do you think they're doing this to kind of get with the new age stuff, or do you think there's like a, like a, like an agenda to like get their... Well, I mean, it's it's numbers or something. It's something of both, because it is certainly there is definitely a new agey aspect to it. Mm -hmm. Do you think the Pope's tired of washing everybody's feet and he's like, "Fuck it"? Uh, no, I don't think that's it. I uh, I I personally overtly like fine with. I have like I'm not Catholic, but I have some really strong views on this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, I I think it is essentially the uh, they are no longer uh, Catholic. <laughs> this Pope is just not is not actually Catholic. Does not actually care about doctrine. Uh, is more uses the Pope as a more political role than a religious role. So that's pretty popular uh, he, throughout history. But go on. Yes, and no. Okay. Yes, in the sense that like. He is ultimately a political role because he is a head of state. But in history, there w- it, there was a political aspect to it because uh, governments like looked to the Pope mm-hmm. as a part of their, uh, you know, like for advice and uh, justification for what they did because the governments were openly Catholic and supported the Pope. Now we have religious freedom and whatever freedom of religion and uh, governments aren't openly Catholic. Or if they are, they don't, you know, cons- most of them don't consult papal authority for, like, laws. The Pope is basically just a figurehead, actually, a figurehead now, right? Like, he's just, he just kind of hangs out in Vatican City and talks. I mean, he still has power in the Catholic Church. I'm sure he, he is the head cardinal. Saying, he his, 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 his opinions and views don't sway the superpowers of the world anymore. It's just like. No, no, not, not for, not of- really. He's the head of the religious organization. Of, I mean, of that sect of Christianity. And, and since most of the superpowers of the world are secular, mm-hmm. they will like you know like they'll praise him when they see things like this. Like, they, oh well, yeah, I'm sure, not, I'm sure right now half of the political spectrum in the country is, is very much behind what he's saying, and I'm sure there's holdouts, much like as what you're saying that they're like, this isn't you know this isn't Catholic, this isn't Christian, you know this isn't whatever. So it's it's definitely a uh, definitely controversial. I wonder why he chose now. I wonder why he chose now of all times to even talk about this. Well, I mean, if you look at the surrounding like political climate, I guess it kind of makes sense. There's a lot of progressive change like being like forced down people's throats in like media and stuff. But you, I don't know why the Catholic Church would be doing it. Like they're usually. Religious institutions aren't super progressive. They're kind of they kind of stay to their uh, to their you know rules and their laws and what have. Well, you. there are there are progressive ask religions. Like you know, you look at Scientology and that's all sorts of craziness. And you look at I yeah, I mean that's true, but Christianity is not one of them. And uh, I think based on. Uh, the text of the Bible that is an objective statement. There is no room for progressivism in I was gonna say, usually how it's known in the modern era in that, Christianity. 
in the sense of in certain aspects, right? Uh, certain aspects there is, which is uh, rules of women in society, for example. Yeah. Homosexuality, very clearly stated as uh, wrong. Not one of those aspects. The uh, you know, there's a theory that's mistranslation. It's based off of um, I believe a a non uh, the mis- the homosexuality I should say is a mistranslation from pedophilia. It's based off a non-canon like Finnish text from I think the 15th century or something, mm-hmm. and not based off of our, our earliest Greek translations. So that's kind of debunked. <laughs> there is really no there's no good evidence that there that is that it it was mistranslated. So. There's a handful. There's a handful of books from the Bible that have been "quote unquote" banned, right? That are kind of controversial and don't really follow with. Well, I, I mean, I depends. You have to cite some because. I don't know off the top of my head. I just know there are. Like I, I when I watch, you know, that incredibly historically accurate show, Ancient Aliens. <laughs> yeah. Well. I, I don't know okay. Just their eyes. So and, there's no. They're not everybody... probably not banned books from the Bible. No. There were heretical sects that tried to bring in other books, such as Gospel of Thomas, which is just like that is wild. Like some of these like other texts, they're wild, man. Like Jesus is like killing kids oh. as a child. Like it's a wild time to read some of this stuff. But is um Jesus, is Jesus in these books like Superman, like the Clark And like a lot yeah. of them, like especially like even like religiously they're not they're non canon and they're uh heretical. Uh, they're called stories. the apocryphal gospels, and uh, even historically, they they can be seen to be like not not accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like well, a lot of them have been dated for, uh, I think, like the centuries following, as opposed to at the as opposed to contemporary. Whereas the it is historically recognized that the 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 four gospels in the New Testament are contemporary to the time of Jesus. Hmm. Okay. So, is that all we really but, want to touch on? on that? Well, I mean, I mean, I just like to, I, you know, my statement is the Pope is, uh, <laughs> Pope's a the Pope is no back. longer a Pope. The Pope is not a Christian. The, the Pope is, uh, should probably be un, un, unpoped, depoped. Well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's a process for that. But I have no clue. I don't, I don't the Pope so. should be depoped. Getting hit with that anti-poping? I mean, I wouldn't say that, but. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. Un, I mean, the Pope's elected. Maybe they'd be unelected. Uh, who knows? I don't know how yeah. the Catholic Church works. I'm, I'm Catholic. Not 100%. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure him saying that has ruffled feathers in the. Oh yeah. In the uh, in the ranks, especially with you know, um, turn around and there's some kind of there's some kind of issue going on there. Especially from non-Western bishops, I'd guess. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, the West is generally just in like in America. Not to take shots at Catholics, but most Catholics aren't Catholic. Right. So, like, there's not going to be a ton of, like, pushback there. Sure, there are, like, there are a lot of Catholics that are Catholic, but, like, in my experience with Catholics, most Catholics are not at all Catholic. Well, they yeah. just say they're Catholic. So, I, I went to a Catholic church. In, so, and it's not really, the one that I went to, at least, is not super strict. Like, people don't really follow most in, of the Bible in the way that you're supposed to, like and, current year. Yeah, I don't know much about the Catholic Church in Africa or uh, Latin America. I know it's very popular in Latin America, but I don't know much about how they operate. So, but just based on um, 
in Africa, I know like the evangelical church is thriving and they're like very Christian. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the Catholic church is the same or what. You ever been to any of those big know. mega churches? Um, I like the, big, like the like the kind of mega churches you we had a conversation about. about those before. Uh, yeah, we did. Um, depends on what do you mean, like two thousand like, in the congregation, or do you mean like five hundred in the congregation? The big, big, like you obviously know it's a mega church. Like it's not. It's not the, no, like, I don't. 1950s church. It's a big four-story. I know people that have gone to them. I have friends that have gone to. I have friends that have gone to mega churches, and I personally haven't. I have no desire to. It's not. It's like a. It's a very. It's a weird. It was more of like a, a sports center kind of. Thing. Yeah, it's almost though. Like you can look at like their sermons, and in a lot of them, I don't know if it's all of them. In a lot of them, it's kind of like it's it's kind of weird. It's very like. It's like a motivational speaker. No, it's well, yeah, like it's meant to rile up the crowd, yeah. as opposed to like in a small evangelical, like small town church, like that's like generally like at least in the north, and uh, I guess not in certain in in most denominations, it's like you know pretty straightforward, just like trying to teach you things about the Bible. Yeah, but um, what do you call it's it? Different. I mean, there are obviously like there there are denominations where like the preachers just like yell. And honestly, that kind of trips me out too. <laughs> I don't know why you're screaming. I don't know why you're why why you're screaming at me. It kind of worries me. So they stand there, the announcer. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you know, the ones that are like you've seen, like you've seen stereotypical guy, like hands in the air, like waving his hands around, like yelling about the Lord. Yes, that. Yes, that. Have you ever seen videos of the like exorcism kind of things they do where? Try to excise a demon out of people, and they look like they they stand there, like have a stroke, and then like fall on the ground. Yeah. No, I've never actually I, watched I a video of a modern one. I've watched a. Uh, they're they're. Kind I've of read different. stuff about them. I've never watched a video. I never really had any desire to watch so a video. We watched the about an, an exorcism. Supernatural. They they had they kind of mocked a. a <laughs> yeah, they mocked it. Like a little. Bit. A lot of things mock it. Well, yeah. there's the there's a horror movie called The Exorcist based off an incident. I believe it was. 1940s, I think. No, I think was it's, it. The, I, think it's later. I don't quite remember. Is it later? I I remember. I I only know this. I watched I watched a TV show. It might be in the sixties. Like I found like on like the History Channel. Uh, it's, it's interesting. That that was a really yeah. weird one because it's based on the nineteen seventy one novel of the same name of the same name. But the novel was inspired by a nineteen forty nine case of demonic possession. So yeah, it was it was a nineteen forty nine. It was uh, the, the the guy that wrote it. No, it, it was 1949. The guy that wrote it heard about it while he was a student in 1950 at Georgetown University. Oh. But, uh, yeah, a, I watched the whole... It's a good I've never seen that movie. Since Halloween. I've, I've never seen it either. Uh, I don't never, like horror movies, but... I don't really either. I don't find, I don't find it fun. I, I, I just don't. Like, I like, um... I like some horror movies. What's your, what's your top... What's your top five? Um... I... <laughs> I really like bad horror movies, so, like, Saw is, like, one of my favorite fucking series. That's more of a thriller, though. And then you got, like, the Halloween, Friday the 13th, and yeah. I think there's another one I can't remember the name of. Um, And then Jason Takes Manhattan. That was <laughs> a fucking good one. <laughs> what, were the, what were the movies that were parodies of all the movies? Oh, Scary Movie. Right. Yeah, scary scary movie, movie, I watched all of those. Those are very good. Yeah. Those are funny. The, the, that's something you put on. Like if you're having a Halloween party with the boys or something, 
throw those on. Those are funny as hell. It's um before we completely set sail away from the topic of exorcism, what are your thoughts on demonic possession? Just out of are curiosity. We, are we gonna go with this? I mean I mean I I'm asking let's make it a home. We have no episode. reason not to go with this button. We could oh, we could talk know, about it is close to Halloween. We we could just talk about ghosts too. Yeah. This could be cool. our Halloween episode. Or when the ghosts do. Dude, the Wendigos. So I don't, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't. Oh, demonic possession first. Okay, I don't believe in that either. Fair enough. Why not? I just don't see. So here's here's the interesting thing. Um, it has been wrote in the late 1700s, early 1800s, and 1900s. Back before, um, psychology really took off that um what they were describing as demonic and I'm quote I'm air quoting my my fingers what they what they described as demonic possessions were actually people having seizures and strokes and they have um I've read some things where people have uh described the so-called demonic possessions even nowadays and a lot of the a lot of the behaviors and visual things that happen um during these so-called possessions they just they just scream like some kind of psychosis or some kind of uh some kind of just not natural thing it has it doesn't have to do with like spirits or ghosts it's like they had a stroke or they're having a seizure or they're they're legitimately crazy or something like that the religious explanation is that they're speaking in tongues is what people believe they're doing yeah yeah like the the the, the i've heard this random yelling yeah, I've heard the speaking in tongues thing is people having strokes and they just, you know, they can't talk because their brain just got beat with a brick. So it's right. kind of hard for yeah. them to... That would make sense. Together. So in, in that regard, I think it's more of a psychotic, psychological thing than it is anything spiritual or religious related. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you're going to have your outliers of, you know, this crazy person, this this person was seen floating in the air and, and stuff like that. And, and that's that's, you know... You, you don't necessarily kind of know into, if those are true, though. That's the thing. Well, you, you yeah. have to take into account of the person reporting the happening, right? Like, you right. have to, you kind of, you have to interview the person that reported it. You interview, and then uh, you, you gotta, you gotta interview the person that happened to the person that witnessed the event, and kind of, you know, make your own mind up about that. And I, I, I kind of look into the more, it's a, it's a psychological thing than it is anything that a, a religious sense has had any meaning or I any handle. Yeah, I don't know. I might, a little bit off topic here, but uh, I don't know if it's me or if it's you, Brad, but your mic's cutting. Just yeah, a I know. Yeah. Okay. I think they're real. You do think they're real. Why do you think they're real? Because, well, I, I did have a religious upbringing, so to me, like, most of that stuff is pretty real. But, uh, you know, just... Some of the some of the events that are described, like you you might be able to explain them with like the whole like you know stroke thing or seizure thing, but some of it just does not make any sense. Like some of it gets crazy, and mm-hmm. ghosts are another thing. Like my like I I know people have ha- like actually r- like had a run in with like what they assume to be a ghost. It's pretty. I've crazy. had a run in or two with what I assume to be a ghost. I also believe they're real. I am a Christian. Yeah. I did not have an overly an overtly like religious upbringing though. So to me it was kind of like but I do I definitely believe there are unexplained things in the world. I think this is one of them. I also think there is a uh, if you think like if you look at it like I've uh, heard um 
there's good evidence documented by missionaries in non-Christian countries of like, like firsthand like cases. Like it's not just like a phenomenon you see in like the Middle Ages and like ancient times and like the 40s mm-hmm. before like we knew a ton about like science. Like with like this is like modern day like missionaries yeah. seeing stuff like this in non-Christian countries. Which if you think about it, even from a religious perspective, makes more sense because if you believe the Bible and you believe that. You know, where there is a lot, a large uh, congregation of people that, like, you know, believe in God, yep. you're going to have a lot more, uh, you're going to have a lot less of a tendency for uh, demons to, you know, be, like, you know, getting into yeah. people there. Whereas in, like, uh, a third world community, and you mentioned Wendigos, Nick. Yeah, I did. Right? That's true. Uh, Hang on. I, I, I consider them, I consider it very potential that Wendigos are real, or were, or, or were real, right. are real. And it's just, you know, like, when goes they're a non-Christian community, and it's winter, and the contemporary, the contemporary picture of a Wendigo that you see today of, like, the, the weird, like, tree person that's got, like, a, a deer skull for a head right. is kind of like, you know, that's, like, pop-culturalized. It's more of a person who has this, they call it having this, I believe they, I believe they call it having the spirit of a Wendigo within them, mm-hmm. and, like, they go psycho, and like, Eat their, so, like they like eat people close to them. They go cannibal. Right. So the and the explanation to there's actually a psychological is... thing that called Wendigo psychosis and about cannibal cannibalism. Yeah, that, but that's what I was about to touch on because it's a, a lot of it. Yeah, happens when it's it's winter, you're trapped in like a mine or something, and the only thing you have for food down there is people. So once you yeah, start and, starving to death people are going to start eating each other it's just kind of it's yeah well and what do you call it it's um true but like what happened like my my belief is that it's very potentially you're just, you're they're just possessed right there, there's pro like i could see that well here's the thing because um there i think there's a story of a, a dude who went out during the winter <laughs> like got lost with like some hunting buddy or something or like it was like a miner or something got trapped and they ate someone and then escaped and he survived and then he came back home and i'm pretty sure he tried to eat his family i don't know if you know what i'm talking about well yeah you can get yeah so you know it happens it's interesting how that that like not all cases of cannibalism are like demonic possession like obviously it's true I think it was back in the in the past, like age of not age of expertise, like when you know, like when wooden wooden sailing ships were the big thing. You know, sail. you could do that. Uh, yeah, the age of sail, and you would be able, like, you know, your ship would get wrecked or something. You'd be stuck a life on a lifeboat with three people. Right. There was a time in history when it was not illegal to eat the other people on the boat. You would draw straws, and the the person with the you would person who drew the shortest straw you would kill them eat them ah and i actually watched a po- i actually listened to a podcast called lore about this and it was there are documented cases of this like happening and then when they made it illegal like people would get arrested for it but the community including the family of the person that they ate would like support what they did because it's it was like a part of the it's culture normal, like it yeah. was a part it's just what you did if you got you know, if you had that happen to you, like, and it was just yeah, known so that it's known that that was your way out and that you had to do it to survive. Yeah. Like, look at the Aztecs. The Aztecs were all about ripping hearts out of people for their gods and stuff. 
<laughs> I saw that the other day <laughs> on Twitter, uh, like a, uh, an anti-Trump rally or something like, like like that. They were shouting something about the chaos uh, god burning some sort of flag and uh, biting into a raw heart. Oh yeah, so and squeezing me. blood all over Someone themselves. Was screaming Kali Ma in the background too. Yeah, know. it was uh, it was wild. Back during the 2016 election, some Indian priest or whatever had made like a like a an effigy of Trump in like a like Trump prayer circle and stuff. Oh, and yeah. uh, that was that was a big hit in India. But um, ghost schools was it, the, the like witches were like there's like a whole oh like, yeah I remember that yeah the, uh, like they were like they're like uh, the Wiccans we're gonna, cur- we're gonna whatever curse Donald Trump they like uh, they uh, hexed Trump I remember the news cycle for that when it was like people were just joking like the Wiccans curse Trump Trump <laughs> imagine <laughs> that's kind of funny that was a good news cycle. I don't know was fucking... another thing with demons is uh the idea. That people that worshipped pagan deities were actually worshipping demons. For example, the Aztecs cut human hearts out <laughs> in the name of their god. Right. Why did they decide? Like, what? What brings you to decide? Hey, we should cut people's hearts out. Yeah. I Potentially mean, demons. Just saying. Well, like. It had to or come from somewhere, right? Also, yeah. As I know, there's linguistic reasoning for this and cultural reasoning for this as well. But it's interesting to note that um, damn, what's the names? Uh, you know, like commonly known as Odin of the Norse. Which I'm just put out a book. I'm trying to figure out the uh, the other names. Um, Woden. Of the Germanic, uh, another Germanic tribe, and Odin. another one, another not one with a W and the N sound. Uh, that they're all they all come from the same linguistic and cultural thing, but you know, could be Odin. something to the fact that they might be the same being well, if they are real. It's weird though, because there's a lot of gods that share similar characteristics, right? Like, well, throughout. part of the thing is too, like a lot of cultures, like for example, Greece and uh, Rome, would just uh, portray. Uh, they they would find a god in another area that had the same characteristics as their own, mm-hmm. and they would just call it their own. And they'd say, "Oh yeah, they're they're worshiping a uh, uh, Jupiter, or they're worshiping yeah. uh, Poseidon, or some or Athena." And or remember, like that. a lot of the Neptune, times for yeah. a lot of these races and cultures, especially when you have superpowers and really influence, yeah, like superpowers are really influence nation states around their day, like the Romans, for example. Romans considered basically everybody outside their walls barbarians. Well, there were no nation states. Just I'm, well, just, I just, I'm not to be a, a, a dick, but like yeah, I'm just gonna okay. say like they're not nation states. It, it was it was an empire. Cultures nation states were eighteenth century. Are not Roman. They started in eighteenth century. They would yeah. They would they would demonize those cultures and make them sound terrible. And because but, a lot of our surviving literature and stuff is from Rome, once they were, we get, we get a lot of those. We get a lot of those. Um, colorations throughout history of your Germanic culture and and Vikings and stuff like that because they'd be like, yeah, these guys are monsters. They they tear apart women and children in the woods and sacrifice yeah. them to their terrible gods. And, but it's and interesting they, that um, once a culture became Romanized, they were no longer barbarians. Like, it wasn't based on the people. It was based on their culture. Yeah, and uh, if you look at... um, They didn't always think of it like that because if you look at... Uh, if you read Tacitus' Germania, um, he actually critiques Rome in a sense. And uh, lifts up the things that he likes about the Germanic cultures. Hmm. And uh, 
but then he also does you know say hey human sacrifice isn't cool you shouldn't do that yeah <laughs> um that whole burning at the, the stake thing is kind of stupid and point in the, the, Greeks, in the, the romans like, used to do human sacrifice and if Greeks you read like, hey let's make people in brass bowls yeah <laughs> i don't know if you've ever read any uh the 12 tables which are like uh the lull of uh roman the kings no, uh, I, my I favorite know. one is something along the lines of he who it's about like defrauding your creditors or whatever sacrifices himself to the gods and i'm like oh my god <laughs> they just like you you commit tax fraud or something like that we're gonna sacrifice you to jupiter <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's wild man i love like I, that's wild respect say this sounds people idea. aren't committing tax fraud in in that in that culture you gotta say, like... you pay a fine in america or maybe you go to jail depending on the se- severity nah you're gonna get sacrificed to the gods <laughs> wild times it happens dude oh yeah it happens it just why not <laughs> it does happen well i mean that's the thing like, like i don't know it is just a form of capital punishment it is yeah Maybe a little over the top for, you know... For tax fraud? Yeah, just a bit. For tax fraud, or whatever, or whatever, or, like, financial crimes, like, maybe capital punishments over, over the top or something like that. But, not all capital punishments over the yeah. top. You want to talk Argu- ghosts? Arguably. Talk about what? You want to talk ghosts now? Oh, yeah. We mentioned What are your thoughts, here. Brad? Ghosts? On ghosts? I think, I, I think you don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts. Ah, I found it, by the way. Just help. to bring it back, uh... Page two hundred sixty nine of this book says that it's uh the book is the uh, the pagan religion of the ancient British Isles their nature and legacy by Ronald Hutton good book would recommend uh, the Scandinavian Odin the German Wotan and the Anglo Saxon Woden as the same figure interesting and then in uh, Celtic mythology Lug La Lug and Lu from Ireland to the Alps denote the same god. Celts are sick. So, uh, ghosts. Ghosts. I, I don't, I flatly don't believe in ghosts. Why don't Stupid. you believe in <laughs> ghosts? I'm sorry. <laughs> because it, for me, I just, I can't, I can't see them existing in, in a, in a world where it's there, it's just too much up to, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, there's other things you're describing like this that could be, you know, you could say the same thing. Well, well hear me out. Basically, the reason I don't believe in ghosts existing is because in our natural world of science and rationality, as, as hopefully it still exists as such, um, the forces that supposedly create these ghosts, or, or, or they talk about ghost behavior, a lot of those things can be explained through psychosis, psychology, or just natural like it, it's it's like I like we were talking about with like possession, mm-hmm, you yeah. know. Cr- there's always been crazy people. There's medical and psychological disorders that we've diagnosed today that would explain some of the same things that would be happening in 1850, where people would be saying they've seen a ghost. You know, shell shock, which is something that a lot of uh, soldiers in active warfare come home with. I mean, they used, they they didn't believe that was a real thing until. Until later on in what the, the the late 20th century, you know they they it, it, it's just the the human mind is such a delicate balance of chemicals and electricity that it it is so easy to make people see things that aren't actually there, and a lot of people you know and it's completely natural when it happens. A lot of people 
little religious when they see something scary or see something they can't explain because they're, our, our minds are animalistic, right? Our, our, our biological goal is to find the simplest explanation the fastest because it could be a matter of life and death. So in these situations, they flip into that mode. The first thing they go to, some, most of the time, is religion, right? Like when, when there's a natural disaster or somebody's in peril or life's in danger, they'll start praying because that's their, that's their, that's their go-to thing to, to calm themselves and, and kind of explain the situation they're in. But much like after a car crash, when everybody's calmed down and, and, the, and, the, and the investigators are coming in, they start, they start analyzing the situation and talking about what's going on. A lot of these situations that people see, objects floating around, doors slamming, apparitions in the dark stuff like that a lot of it can be explained as either you know legitimately and i know this is going to sound like a scooby-doo episode but you know the wind shutting doors trees casting shadows in the in, into buildings and stuff like that mm -hmm. and when you start talking about hearing things you know that could be a form of psychosis you know a lot of people some people's brains are more active than others when it comes to the creative side where um, you can hear people talking that aren't actually talking, or you hear like a voice in your brain that could be your subconscious talking to you. Right. Um, it's, it's, so, there's, there's, there's a, there's a lot of things. There's a, actually I, I, a phenomenon with music where like, it's only like notes on a piano, but it sounds like, like someone is singing like in, in the yeah. song. So it's, yeah. it's totally plausible. So, so that, and that's one of the I, things why I kind of I kind of walk into that this is more explainable through science and and psychology. And of course, like every other argument there's ever been in society, there are outliers of things that are that are that seem beyond this world. Mm -hmm. But I like to say that ninety eight point two five percent of things that do happen are reasonably explainable, and that's just that's just something that is in my mind, easier to comprehend than it being a ghost or a spirit or, 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 uh, religious, you know, meander or, or religious meandering in, in, in reality or something. Okay. Two things. First thing, why 98.25 specifically? Because there's, I always leave like 2% and I, I was just coming up with a number. I always okay. leave a percentage at the end of that to say, yes, of course there could be some kind of, demonic ritual something in it's it, only yeah. always very much a possibility for stuff yeah and, and, oh. and i would be i would be a fool to say it, it can't absolutely always be explained because in science the rules are always being rewrote because our understanding of the universe is always expanding and if we come across some deep understanding of dark matter or dark energy or some cosmological constant that held that kind of goes hey you know there might be some kind of thing with this whole dimensional rift thing where uh, there are living creatures that we consider intelligent kind of interfering between the realities because we just figured out that the, the fourth and fifth and sixth dimension exist. I mean, we can look at dimensions just by looking at things with depth, length, and height. So there's nothing, there's nothing saying that there can't be some kind of force in the universe that can interact with our reality through energy or some kind of crazy stuff mm -hmm. i just like to think that the vast 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 majority of things can be explained with science okay um <clears throat> i i'll give my take on this i guess so first of all with your response to you brad a little bit of response is that you i mean you know me uh you know i'm You're a, gonna fight me with all these arguments anyway so i'm a skeptic yeah. that when it comes to science for a lot of things. Now, obviously, I do believe in like gravity and stuff like that, and the Earth, the, the Earth is round. Space is real. 
you know, vaccines are not allowed. Well, I mean, vaccines, like, have problems, and, like, that's the reason that we test them a lot. One of those problems isn't causing autism, though. <laughs> um, just gonna point that out. Like, there are always people. There, there are always people that have an adverse reaction to it, and it does harm them. But that's just a that's a, a person oh, yeah. to person basis, not a vaccines cause autism basis. Like I, um, I, I got an, a chickenpox vaccine or something. Yeah. It just didn't work. So I have to get yeah. it again sometime soon. Yeah. I think uh, I think psychology is sketchy at best. Uh, Psychology, Personally. psychology is one of those sciences where I've read it's not even a science because of just the amount of the amount of, game. yeah no it's a it's 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 what I can't remember the book I read it in but the author had described it as the world's greatest guessing game and most yeah. scientifically guessing game and I I, I kind of get behind that because a lot and of like, the, you know we used to think. I think shock therapy was like a legitimate treatment for things. Yeah. Now we don't because well, we think it's barbaric. I well, I've, I've actually heard that there are certain things shock therapy is potentially like useful for, but it's not like, and it's it's only just certain people. But um, because like I know I, I I support like psychology as like therapy essentially like you know like for people with like depression and stuff oh, like yeah. that like that's obviously like I'm not I'm not like sh- I'm not like trashing uh psychology and saying how psychology like therapy is bunk just deal with it yourself no like that's good but like pretty much like everybody (laughs) like for a lot for like quite a while everyone was like oh yeah freud's great yeah they proved pretty much everything from freud wrong but freudian thinking still backs a lot of what we think of in society today it does yeah Mm -hmm. for example uh not to get more political critical theory is partly a merger between marxism and freud um uh-huh. yeah from the from the frankfurt school of uh of marxist thought um can read a little more on this in uh author eric from heard uh i've never read any of the others but i've heard he's the least boring from people that have so the most you know the, the one that's most engaging that's one of the best honestly though that's not even that's not even a drag against books like that you you have to there is a balance between being intellectually interested in a topic and reading a textbook that is yeah, the most much, dry, yeah. Yeah, well, it's impossible. I'm sorry. From, I mean, from in my opinion, Fromm's not that entertaining. For all you out but, there that read math and chemistry books for fun, I'm sorry. Most of us just can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't understand that. I mean, Fromm is. Fromm explains. Well, Fromm essentially was one of the creators of critical race theory. Right. Not critical race theory, sorry, critical theory. Critical from which critical race theory came out of critical theory. But um, yeah. So science, right? <laughs> not really. Uh, not buying all of that jazz. It's okay. I didn't uh, see. And you, I mean, you know, filling, you know, what? Connor is filling our quota for flat earthers on the. There's I'm not a flat earther. Until we can actually I'm not get a, a flat real earther. flat earther on. Connor will. I'm also uh. Display. I am a. I am religious. I am not a, a new a new creationist or whatever. I do believe the Earth is more than six thousand. Dude, I'm why don't not. you buy into like Scientology or something? Because so I'm a Christian, you. and that's pretty heretical. And they're also a cult. I mean, I. Could uh, I didn't. I didn't say that. That's that's a joke for. Uh, for yeah, legal reasons. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to beef with Scientology. No, you really don't. I've heard it doesn't go well. I'll beef with um, Mormons. All right. I'll beef with. I'll beef with Mormons. I've heard they're really nice people. Yeah. Sadly, they're also heretics when it comes to Christianity. 
but they're really nice people. So <laughs> I, like I hate you. I love you. I hate you. I love I, you. I have a family uh, but, um, members who, who live in a neighborhood that a bunch of Mormons are buying up the houses in the neighborhood down south. Crazy. <laughs> Wild. Um, what do you call it? So, but oh, so on to ghosts now, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I believe in ghosts. I've had a few. I've had experiences, and I've had family that had what i would consider experiences i don't know if they would right um what do you call it so i when i was younger and I, brad psychology could explain this when i was like i don't know, like five i saw a person that was just a shadow walking around in my room i'm like that has stuck with me my whole life is just something pretty weird but uh even I yeah more recently i hear voices uh <laughs> not a lot, but like, <laughs> like a lot, but like you know, it happens. Like I hear voice, I hear voices a decent enough amount that like I've heard like I've been sitting in a room alone in a house alone and heard someone say my name. I've been sitting in a room with my brother and my mother and heard them say my name, and they were like, "We didn't just talk to you." And I was and said, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh, I've had that. Happen. That's interesting." But like, I can think that's just my mind playing tricks with me because it's quiet but in, alone in the house a random voice saying your name like i'm like that's kind of sketch i had an my mother had an incident which i don't think she thinks it's a ghost we joked that it was haunting i don't think she believes in ghosts uh -huh. but um i was up in the second like floor area doing my cat's litter box and my mother like literally saw me walk by her and into the, the um, living room what the hell? And then walked into the living room after me to say something. And I just wasn't in there. And then I walked out of the opposite way, out of the uh, a doorway that I couldn't have gotten from the living room to where that is. And I was like, weren't you just in there? I'm like, no, I've been up there for like the past five minutes. And it's, I'm like, this isn't like, oh, my mother like saw out of the corner. Like my mother watched me, like, like tracked me walking into the room and then followed me into the room. That's fun. Only to have wild. me just disappear. And I'm like, well, that's wild and concerning. Like, why is it? Why is it taking me? What? What did I do? <laughs> what did I do to piss what, this ghost off? What did, <laughs> like, what, what did I do to make this thing want to do well, this? Maybe it's just like how that maybe it's just fucking entity, with me. and I'm just going. Sorry, to maybe it's just messing with me. Interfere with or interact with the environment. Maybe it's just messing with me. Maybe it's Who aliens. But it also, I don't believe in aliens personally, but that's just me. You know, this is the bite. This is the I do. I know you. All right, I let's not move on to aliens. Nick hasn't even spoken about ghosts yet. I, Another thing though is, uh, yeah, I know. I think it's kind of my fun. father agrees with me with this. Um, what do you call it? Not that it means anything scientifically or anything like that, Brad. But I know, like, and I, I agree with, like, I don't know. I, I mean, going to battlefields, like Civil War, like Revolutionary War battlefields, and like, there's like, it's just, it, it just feels different. Yeah, like it's no different than like the geography surrounding it, but like there's just an a feeling to it. Like if you've ever been to Gettysburg, there's just a feeling to Gettysburg, so, and it's like, ten, I think it's like tens of thousands of people died on those fields. Like you're standing in like uh, the peach field, you're like, well, there's an energy. Feels kind of weird. So the uh, that, Dead that, Devil's I, Den I, has an energy to it, definitely. Keep, keep I, talking I, for a sec. I need to turn my light on. I kind of... Are you getting scared? Yeah, dude. <laughs> for, for situations like Battlefields and stuff, also, I, I, I kind of uh, feel like... I kind of feel like it's more of a... Your, the story of the place is messing with your mind and causing these things to happen to you. Not necessarily disproving or saying it couldn't happen like there's ghosts or dead soldiers walking around. But 
I, I I've kind of thought about that as because like, I've been to Gettysburg, I've been yeah. to a lot of Civil War battlefields because I find the Civil War intriguing, considering it's the Civil War of the country I live in, okay. and and I I, I kind of look at situations like that. Like I've slept on an aircraft carrier that was in World War II, didn't have anything happen to me. I've oh, that's spooky battle- though. I, I've been on I've been on Gettysburg battlefield proper, camped out a couple hundred yards from a position where. Hundreds of men have died. Nothing spooky happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, of course, personal thing. But, I've also camped out on Battlefield proper. But for stuff like this, I, I tend to think it's the story that gets in your mind. Because that is something that, I, I mean, that makes sense to me. Like, you know, if, you, this is, you, if, if you're told this is a place where people suffered and died and tens of thousands of people lost their lives in, you, your mind kind of connects that with all the other battlefields that you've ever heard about, and they kind of go, man, okay. it must have been all so, and moaning and yelling and, and stuff like that. And that would kind of pre that would kind of uh, jumpstart your mind into thinking that something possibly could happen because it's one of those places, and that's kind of where this stuff happens. And that that's kind of why I think people that go to Gettysburg and see ghost orbs or cannon i mean i heard i heard a story from one of my cousins who went to gettysburg four uh four years ago he was standing on one of the he was standing on the pickets charge happened yeah and he heard he told me he heard a musket crack off behind him like a musket went off and a musket ball tore past his ear and shit and stuff okay like that. if the musket ball tearing past your ear is pretty crazy but yeah. i will say like um another theory is that that's like i don't buy into this rifted space time bro very, but um yeah, very uh, much a, no. a uh, but i was gonna say like you're on a battlefield like gettysburg like hearing a musket crack off not that uncommon to be quite honest there's a lot of reenactors just in the area that's true like i've been there and i've seen them like do demonstrations with like muskets and stuff like that like to hear a musket crack off and like over a ridge it's probably just a group of reenactors demonstrating how muskets work for someone they do it pretty frequently. I've done it literally every time I've been there. There have been any reenactors doing stuff. Right, or, or are they reenactors? Or are they ghosts? ghosts. <laughs> Spooky. No, I'm pretty sure they were reenactors. But that's what I'm uh, saying, right? It's, it's the environment it's adding to the lore, <laughs> messing with your mind, making mm-hmm. you think these things are happening. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, no, so here's, I'm going to have a little bit of a pushback on this. So, not personal, obviously, because I've been, I, have, I had a father very much like Civil War history and stuff like that. So I was raised with, like, you know, knowledge of the Civil War and, you know, going to battlefield and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, people that, like, go to a place and say, oh, yeah, there's a weird energy, and then someone tells them about what happened there after the fact, and they're like, oh, that makes sense as to why I was feeling that weird energy. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, you're not associating anything. And personally, for me, just when I was younger, like, I don't even remember if I felt the weird energy when I, I was younger, right? Because I was younger. I don't remember anything. <laughs> but, um, like, I don't know. If I did when I was younger... It would have been strange, but it's really not re- relevant anymore since I don't. So I was just gonna say, like, I, I, I didn't have like that whole view of war of like ah, thousands of people dying, yeah. screaming, death, haha, evil. I was like, oh, war's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, war's pretty sick. Well, because you know, like my 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 uh, at like six years old, my perception of war was like Joe Joe and like World War Two movies, like yeah. Kelly's Heroes, not you know like Bam. not uh the road of death and like. Afghanistan, not Afghanistan, uh, in the uh, in a desert storm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a spook. Now, I, and this is going to seem kind of contradictory. Places where massive amounts of death have happened, I do find spooky. 
That's what I'm talking about. What, what do you think like, a battlefield is, Brett? Well, no, no, no. Like, specific, <laughs> more than, more than a battlefield? Specific, like, like, specific battlefield? Like, specific parts. Hmm. Like, um... When the Union blew up the world's first underground, like, mine explosion to break ah. the Confederate lines, and there was that massive sinkhole, and there was massive amounts the of crater. The crater, yeah. Sinkhole. Yeah, that is something I'm talking about. The road of death, where we had A-10s and F-16s strafe and blow up fleeing Iraqi convoys of people. Yeah, yeah. 9-11. Those kind of places, um, places where... Shut up, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I I do where, believe in um, that. Yeah. Massive events happen. I I do kind of tend to lean more toward maybe something there could be kind of spooky because it's it's that you know Pearl Harbor is spooky. Nagasaki and Hiroshima, even though they've rebuilt the cities, the story oh, yeah. of people's I shadows actually, being funny enough. The there's actually I did not I did not I I've been to Pearl Harbor. I did not find Pearl Pearl Harbor spooky at all. I don't know down, why. If you go down to the docks at night. Okay, yeah, I've never been. Night, I've never been there at night. Be different. Because yeah. um, I didn't know if you. I didn't know you could go there at night. You know, it, it is have, an active military base. Right. Yeah. Uh, they get, they let you on the tour, and if you go to the hotel night, oh. and you look out over the the harbor, it, it is spooky. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Like look over the harbor. Mm -hmm. Then again, um, I find I find being surrounded by bodies of water very spooky. I've heard concentration camps are pretty spooky. Well, yeah, because those the those are told. fucking yeah. horrifying to be. Yeah, I've heard. You know. But so I've heard, I've also heard there's like a people like, like, like Alcatraz oh, yeah, pretty, and like the Penn State Penitentiary. A lot of stuff. That. Oh, dude, the penitentiary, dude. Remember they do like the Halloween stuff there every year? Yeah. Uh, a couple, I a couple know of people that are going to that. Like, yeah, I know people that claim that uh, the battleship New Jersey is haunted, whatever. And then they've was, seen uh, shit. And they, they've seen things on I've that. Been but, it, you know, they, just, they gave us the whole spiel. It was like around October. I've been there, like, I've oh, been there a, few th a few times. Come hang out at night. It's like. They gave me the whole spiel on of this. They gave me the same spiel on the. Uh, oh, what is it? Is it the Missouri? The other? It's the same class. The it's it's the only. Yeah. I I've been on. I there's either two or there's three of that class. And if there's only two, I've been on both because there's one in Pearl Harbor, and they give the same like spiel of like ah yes this is haunted. Yeah. I was like they say that at the battleship New, New Jersey as well. And North Carolina. Oh, <laughs> uh, North Carolina is the same class. Yeah, I think so. But I'm then not there's sure. three. You want to know uh -huh. something I find spooky irrationally? What? You go down um, shipwrecks. Yeah, I yeah. find shipwrecks extremely spooky. I uh, I, I don't find them. I hate being underwater. I hate being under massive amounts Sh of water. Shipwrecks I, are, are pretty. Spooky. I don't think so they're innately spooky, but I do think that the ocean is pretty spooky. Like I, mean, I, I don't want to ever go near. I like I, I don't want to be on the ocean. Like, I don't even want to like. Walk into like the surf. Have you seen like the stuff with the Titanic and stuff, and the, like, like they were sending like the drones and stuff through it? Yeah, I think that's cool to watch them like send drones through shipwrecks. Yamato, the world's largest battleship that we sank in 1945, is sitting currently on one of the deepest parts of the Pacific, mm -hmm. and I don't know if we've ever been to it. I don't think so. If it's if it's one of the deepest parts, then absolutely not. <laughs> But I, I've heard and I've read stories, or I've read, you know, information about it, that it would be like climbing through an underwater skyscraper that's been nuked. Wow. Because hmm. of the amount of force of the ocean has curled the steel inward and has oh. turned it into a tomb, like, out of the worst horror story you can think of. Jesus. And it's pitch black dark down there because there's no light. Yeah. 
That I, I hate the ocean. Just thinking about it. My skin is crawling right now that's, just thinking about it. That's pretty strange. I hate the ocean, man. The ocean is just a... That's for ghosts, for me. And, like... By the way, like... I, yeah. I haven't had any... Well, actually, that's not true. So I had some people... We were having, like, a little Halloween bash, you know, when I was younger. And we had some yeah. people over. We had a Ouija board out. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, <laughs> hear me out on this. Well, like, like the, you just never struck me as the type to uh, play with a, a Ouija board. We, we got it just because it was Halloween, right? And we were fucking with it, all right? And it, we would, like, my brother's friends were, like, fucking with each other. And then one of the little brothers of one of my brother's friends was over, too. And I was there as well. And we put our fingers on the, the little thing and we asked a question and it moved. And he got super scared and i'm like i didn't do shit <laughs> but yeah and like later on that night he started crying and stuff and he it was like asking my dad uh, dad to be like oh i don't know and a little embarrassing story for that kid but i won't give his name uh <laughs> so i'm just sitting there like i didn't do shit that's really spooky but i had to tell the kid that i moved it so he would go back to sleep I'm just like, but like you didn't move but it. I didn't, and I was freaking out. I'm like, what, what is <laughs> You're happening? Like, oh, here? You're like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Isn't that, really <laughs> isn't that like really bad luck to break one of those things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Allegedly, like if, like if, like if you do a ghost thing and then you like cut the board in half, you open a portal to hell or something. Yeah, we can talk certain, about that about luck. To do it, but then there's also a story that my dad told me about when he was over at a friend's house, and he was walking down the hallway to go to the bathroom, and. He saw, like, two figures just standing there. It was, like, a mother and a daughter. Like, full-on figures. Like, not apparitions or anything. And he f- freaked the fuck out and ran back to to bed. <laughs> See, the- I know that your father's not the type to do hallucinogenic drugs or anything No, like he's not. No. no. Um, like, I, I know that he's not, like, he's not tripping out or something like no, that. No, he was, it's, he was uh, tripping. It was late. I, but, Jimbo was not you know, tripping. You, usually when you see things late at night, it's not that clear. Like it's not yeah. it clears well, I mean, people. No, no, that's Unless true. I mean I've seen but my mom corroborated the story and it's like, yes, that happened. He ran back to bed and was like freaking out. So he I don't know. Um he's not dreaming and he wasn't sleepwalking, so huh? kinda wild. Yeah. What do you what do you call it? It's, um I don't know. I I had an experience last year that was jokingly an experience, right? Mm-hmm. I think I joked with you about this last year when it happened in my room in right. in my dorm last year at school. Um, when you know I like I you know I kept my it was it was it was winter. I kept my dorm locked up, no windows open, the door was closed, and just a rant. And I have a wall like heater that really slowly like it's it's like a radiator. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't like it's not like air is blowing into my room. Yeah, it's not like a fan. There's pretty much no air movement at all. No windows um, open, no anything. No, and I'm sitting there. I was on Discord with you guys playing yeah. a game or something, and a random gust of wind, like just some, like really strong wind, came, like, hit my legs, knocked over like a bunch of my stuff, and like just stopped. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> like, there's nothing here to like. like there's no reason a wind a, should come into my room. Be a draft, right? Like, so, like some one of the. But it's it never just... happened before or after. That's the creepy like, part about it, right? See, something like that happened to me this week, but I left my window open, so I knew it was. <laughs> I left yeah. my window open because I knew you left your window open. My room was and, locked tight. Well, it was like know, ten degrees out. Like that, whole, that same circumstance you're talking about happened to me this week, where I left my yeah. door open. 
but my window was down yeah. enough where the wind would come in and slam my door. And I originally, you know, irrational mind went to ghosts because why not? Yeah, like, you you don't even I believe went, in ghosts and, and you went, went to ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, just, no. just because I'm a scared. And that says something about the human yeah. mind to begin For with. me, like, I was locked up and, like, I've always been, like, a relative skeptic for ghosts. Right. Like, even now, I'm like, I believe in ghosts, but I'm also, like, more and more, I'm not willing to accept they're not real. I believe they're real firmly. But, like, at that point, like, I still wasn't firm on ghosts being real. Yeah. I've developed a lot of, like, I've, I've firmed up on a lot of opinions about, like, supernatural things in the past year. But, um, you know, that and, like, I don't know, all my, my mom's side of my family, dude. Like, I don't know why, but, like, for some reason, like, they're, uh, what do you call it? They're, like, jokingly convinced that my grandmother haunts one of the rooms in uh, my aunt's house. Oh. Uh, it's kind of funny. Because, uh, you know, uh, something about, like, just, like, pennies or something. And, like, they would wake up and just find, like, pennies, like, in random places in the room. Like, my grandfather, who divorced her, I, like, was still friends with her, like, the rest of his life. Jewish man. The rest of her life. That's really racist. Okay. That's um, not, not, what an inter- That's a stereotype. An okay. Um, no, it's... All right. Okay. All right. It's fine. Um, you know, um... Joke, no, but, like, it was a thing, like, about, like... I said something about Lucky Pennies. I didn't know her that well. Allegedly, she was like about like lucky pennies, and like my grandfather would just wake up and there would just be pennies, <laughs> like, like in different parts of the room, like on the nightstand, on the bed, mm. and he's like, yeah, like haunting the room, just dropping pennies around me, <laughs> like, all right, well, interesting. It's like except pennies. Except yeah, except it's my grandmother's ghost dropping pennies. Um, I wonder why pennies. Oh, she had, she had some belief about luck and pennies. Oh yeah, well, you you find a mm-hmm. penny the head up like facing up it's it's lucky so you put yeah it in your pocket. Like that whole step on a crack break your mom's back thing yeah no i think that's you like know. a rhyme for children bread but it's the same it's, it's the superstitious same. <laughs> that's the whole thing yeah i don't know superstition is cool like if like tracing it and how far back it goes to yeah not necessarily superstition but like, you know like toss a coin in a well for luck yeah nobody that does that really believes it but like you can trace that practice back to rome yeah. Of tossing things and like, and even for, like you can toss trace water hordes back further. But you know, like I, I think it's neat that you can just trace that practice back. Like I've tossed coins into, into like fountains and wells. And when stuff I was like younger, before. I used to love doing that shit. I, yeah, same. They used to go to the mall. My dad was just like, "That's such a waste of money." <laughs> so you just go to the mall and throw pennies in the in, in, in the they into the fountains. Those pennies out of the fountains at the end of the night. I I know they do. Oh yeah, sick. Which makes it even more shocking to see how much money is in in those fountains. Oh yeah, well, you know, every day. How, it shows you how superstitious normal people are. I but mean, are they superstitious, of... or do they just like? Is it just a thing like people do? It's like a it's, lot of kids do it. Yeah, and it's, it's just like, like it's like a cultural thing, right? You see somebody else do it, and they you ask. You, I still get the urge to do it, and then you ask them why they do it, and then it's like, well, they do it for this reason, and if it's not some. You know, we're trying to summon the fuck the the fucking Dracula ghost thing. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. kind of neat. I'll do that too. Yeah. Well, do you, do you believe in luck? See, now that's interesting. Um, I'm not one to not try to get help, the help of some kind of energy if it actually exists or not. Like, I'm not gonna not believe in. It. But the, the the problem is with luck. 
it's very like mathematically it doesn't exist. It right. doesn't. I disagree. Because, because you can I don't believe that. You can you could do the whole well, you know, you have you have, you have a fifty fifty shot of something happening, but there is some kind of mathematical formula, not messenger formula, but thinking I because I'm you know, I did some computer science some computer science learning in my time where you can write a program that will do, you know, heads or tails, heads or tails, heads or tails. And after a long enough amount of time, it will stick with one side or the other. It'll go heads, 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 tails, heads, 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 tails, heads, tails, heads, tails. And then it'll just stop. It'll just keep going with one of those two things. So. Yeah, that's just statistics though. Yeah, but that's what luck is. That's what a lot of times luck is, right? Yeah, I did. Well, like, so like, that's not what I'm asking though, Brad. I'm asking if you believe in like, luck in the sense that like there is an there is something that can change the way that the statistics function and make it turn out uh positive to you four leaf clover type beat like you're thinking you're thinking too much in like you know like the whole like science is god sort of thing where it's like it has to work it has to function like this every time like luck is luck is it's the same way like let me let me put this it's the same way like people are like talk about like miracles in the bible and are like yo it can't be real because you know science can't prove it well if science could replicate it it wouldn't be a miracle if, if it was if it was replicatable then it wouldn't be luck it would just be s- statistics does that make sense or yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> um Without without actively attempting to change the statistic itself, I don't think so. Like, well, that's what luck is. It's actively changing the statistic. Just like in my, if you want to simplify it just to like scientific terms, which I personally don't. But it's a little bit more nuanced than that. I think think yeah, I think it's more nuanced too. I think that's the disconnect though, because like okay, so let's talk about like this. We don't know why tornadoes will target one house and miss the other when they're in, in equal they equally have the same amount of chance against like they have the same amount of chance right so luck of the draw but we don't understand tornadoes a lot right we've been mm-hmm. we're still spending a lot of money and time throwing drones and sometimes cars and things to get readings about how the structure of a tornado functions once we understand that more often, we can go, well, yeah, it's not necessarily that the tornado is actively picking a house. It's the fact that the mini funnels inside the structure of the tornado just didn't go across the house at that time, right? Like, the, uh, there's, there's been there's big-ass tornadoes that have happened in, in the United States, because that's where the majority of tornadoes happen, that are so rain-wrapped, you can't see that there's multiple vortices in the funnel itself, mm-hmm. and not just one big tornado. Yeah. And, you know, you could see this big cone of shit coming your way, and you know, it's, oh, it's obviously, obviously going to hit that building, and then it doesn't. Well, it's because you couldn't see the six smaller tornadoes inside the bigger tornado that make up the structure. None of them went near the house, and it just so happened at that time that the the the, the wind changed direction and it double backed on itself and it went off in a different direction. So that that it. That's not luck. That's just it, we just couldn't see it, right? We just so, couldn't but see. Do you? Be- house. Okay, but the question still stands: Is do you believe in luck? 
do you believe that there can be an out that there is an outside like force that you do not comprehend that it can influence what it's, happens? It's more. It's the same that, question as do you believe in fate too? Right? And not in that. Yeah, I mean related to it. So. And not an out for and not an outside force in the sense of like oh a god or something like that. Yeah, but an that's outside what force. Have to, we have to clarify this to a point because if you say outside force, there are electromagnetic energy. There's, there's right. electromagnetic I'm not energy. talking about a scientific. I'm talking about a, a supernatural force. No, you're not going to quantify it with within the natural world. No. Then you, then you don't believe in luck. Okay. No. I kind of okay. do. I do. I I believe objects can be lucky. I have a lucky rock. I found it on the ground one time. It's just ridiculously polished, and it's like it's like abnormally polished. Hmm. Just a black stone. Black stone. And I have kept it since I found it, like probably close to like seven or so years ago. And I don't know. I think about bad things don't happen. I I have never had a bad thing happen when it's in like, my like when I have it on me. But when I I lost it for like a week one time. And a really bad thing ha 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 happened to me when I lost it. And bad things stopped happening when I, I found it again. So like, like I think for me to that would it would have to be like you know, and I you can't really I don't think you can charge an object to be lucky. I'd have to find No, I don't I think I, I don't believe that either. But I would have to demonstratively be able to say or go, I'm gonna hold this for two weeks, see what happens, and then throw this thing away for two weeks and see what like don't carry it on. Like if I believe I, I, if I well, this object, if I carry if I carry this quarters, let's let's make it simple. If I carry if I carry this special quarter with me for two weeks, and a lot of really good things happen to me that that I don't that I don't think would normally happen to me to me without this quarter, and then I put that quarter in a drawer somewhere, and I don't carry that quarter with me for two weeks, and a lot of really bad things happen to me or things that I perceive to be bad. Then that might be something I can measure, but I just I, I can't in my mind come up to, with a thing that's like there is some kind of invisible hand, not being religious, but just being like there's a, there's a thing that is interfering with my life that is deriving my life in some different direction. I I just can't I just rashly can't wrap my mind. Around that. So I I think that's part of the problem, and I think most most of the viewers, if we get really any viewers for this, will they will track your train of thought more than mine because of the modernity that we live in where rationality and science is pushed on us i think you're tied i think you are tied down by that scientific way of thinking where like you have it has to be a repeatable like you have to follow the method i don't personally i don't necessarily even believe in science which is not for everything I think, I think there's some things it's very clear. Some simple things it's very clearly applicable for. I think, for, for example, rock. if I throw a rock at Nick's head, oh boy, uh, Why is it at the violent? same at the same, for, at the same force of throw every time, it will it will take the same amount of time to hit Nick's head if there's right. as long as the the variables don't change. But what if you miss? But well, I could, well as long as variables don't change. Like if my hand like messes up and I I twist it and I miss your head, then well the variables change. Right. But like for example, like. I, we were talking about this the other day. Um, not us, I mean some other people. But um, in the medical field, a lot of things are... It's probably run across in the medical field a lot, is a lot of things like aren't re repeatable <laughs> that like they use. 
Mm. It takes forever, like for like especially like for like rare disease treatment. Well, you can't repeat it. But if it works on one person, they're kind of like, well, I guess it works. So the scientific method doesn't always work for the medical field. So you gotta be careful. Just as an example, you gotta be careful with that. There are everybody's body is basically the same, but there are differences Mm. in their brains that make them layout wise. Yeah, layout wise. -wise, Yeah, for the most part, unless you have a disorder, your body is the same as my body is as yours. We both have. There are. There are things that happen during you know the birthing process or during chemistry or during when your dna is twingling around that make you that could make you physically different too like mm. you have yep. you have you have a you have a heart and a half or your smaller larger intestines are shorter or longer than they should or be even like longer. something like mundane like for me example like if most of you were to stand at just like rest at ease your hands would fall against your sides of your legs my hands fall backwards my I hands don't naturally rest sideways and like par- adjacent to my body and parallel with my legs my all the men on the, my dad's side of the family our hands naturally rest with our palms facing backwards interesting you can t- I, it's a it's thing like you can tell like you're looking at people from my family from behind walking in like, like line because all of our fans because all of our hands are facing backwards. Because that's just the way our hands naturally rest. That's just a mundane thing that something causes that. No, speaking of That's different than, like, though, you. That that seriously could be an evolution thing if you came from... Neanderthal like one... and, yeah. like, Denisovans and stuff like that. Well, yeah. it, could be, it could be evolution. It could just be your father's father did it. Father's father watched. Yeah. Father watched, huh? and you watched, and that's what you do. Yep. That's psychology. That's a sociological. Thing, I mean, I don't. That's my whole thing about like, like luck and stuff. I don't. Like that. I don't yeah. think it's that, right, Brad? Simply because, like, if that were the case, and that's just how it was, right? It wouldn't be like physically uncomfortable to hold my hand sideways and force them sideways. It would just be normal. Right. I mean, it could also be your mind doing that to you too. Like, I understand you could be in physical discomfort doing that, but like. It could be your mind making your muscles feel tense. But yeah, see, I, so that's where we differ about like the whole like the role of psychology. Yeah, I, think, and that's I don't I think it has. I don't. I really don't think it has that role. But like I said, I'm I'm gonna look at every single conversation we're gonna have with this more more logically yeah. and scientifically, just because that's my field, right? I've, I've that's what I went to school for, and that's what I've always believed in more so than it being fate or fate or intervening or anything yeah but i mean that's fine i have absolutely no issue with that that's the reason we're doing it but yeah well yeah there are and i don't you know not to be a dick but there are things in the world that are rationally explainable that just don't make sense when you kind of throw the whole you know luck or or intervening or anything i just it's they just yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there are there are demonstrable facts in the universe that must be followed because if they don't, our reality would fall apart. Now, so, you also, I think mean, it's also important. Like me, I am Christian. Nick is you're agnostic. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and you're an atheist, so yeah, you I mean, see, like, yeah. well, so you see, like, science is like the ultimate. Nick sees like that there is room for other along with science. I see. Science is something that exists, but I see God as. So I'm not agno- I'm not. A- I'm not atheist. I'm not. I'm basically agnostic. Like it. I, I think it's. I think it's dumb to throw people out. I think. I think it's. Dumb uh, you're to you're cutting a lot. 
I know, this mic sucks. I, I basically think it's dumb to... Oh my god, if he does it one more time. Hold on, let me switch over to my because I'm tired of this. Well. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, much lower quality, but... Yeah, it's going to sound like trash, I'm sorry. But well, that's that's fine. I mean, we'll we're we're wrapping this up. Yeah. But basically, in a, in a minute, so. I I I think it's dumb to completely rule out the possibility of there being a higher intelligence that's that's kind of doing this in a religious sense. Just because that's just the scientist. Like any any good scientist worth his salt is gonna is gonna leave a a two percent one percent possibility of there being some kind of stranger things kind of interventionalist kind of thing going on just because that room that we give that is basically the okay yeah there there be dragons there but once we figure out what's going on then we can push that we can push that cloud back a couple hundred yep. feet and then and keep going mm -hmm. but so i see that as more of a okay we're gonna that's there that's a placeholder until we figure out what's actually going on kind of thing instead of okay. being, that's the final end result don't worry about it fuck it we're gonna leave it there, I... kind of thing I mean, I have fundamental problems with that as a Christian because I think I think you can actually track uh, the the um, idea of scientists being able to prove or disprove God to uh, the Middle Ages theologian uh, Dun Scotus and his idea about university of God, which brought God into the natural world, which isn't really like well, of course, applicable. they were trying to explain the rising logical fields by. No, no, that's that's not why Dunscotus is at all. Dunscotus was just he was he was arguing against the uh, popular theory of the analogy of God instead. He was arguing that there is something feasibly the same between God and people, as opposed to like the God uh, people being made of God's image as analogy. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's it's I mean this this is like pre like Age of Reason. This is like the Middle Ages. There's like this is like the late Middle Ages. Not just not just a mythological force. No, 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 not not that at all. Um, no, he was arguing that. So, for example, like, um, with the university of God, there would be like, I am a person, right? And I am made in the image of God. Well, university of God means it is a literal image. If, from what I understand, it is a literal image, putting it in the natural world, right? Whereas analogy would just be like it's an analogous image like yeah but you it's not it's not like god doesn't actually look like you god is incomprehensible but bringing it into that comprehensible frame uh set the framework for modernity in the day and scientists saying oh well, we can disprove god which they can't because you can't prove I, or disprove I, I, something I, that's not outside the natural world with the fence of barrier here when it comes to this though like i'm not saying god couldn't exist i'm saying that the rationality of there be some kind of force that we can't explain topic A until we get more smart about topic A kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not saying like one day we could we could punch a hole in the space-time continuum and find a voice calling out to us, and hopefully it's not Cthulhu. But like, yeah. that that that's what I'm saying, right? There, the the end, the mechanism to get to that goal is a rational, realistic, human-driven purpose, and not a not a end result of a higher being messing with our reality or messing with us as a as a logical living breathing organism right kinda yeah like, i mean and that's that's like where we disagree if you put something in a petri dish 
and there it, it's like you put bacteria in a petri dish right yep and you have two different things you could do you can either screw with the pe you could screw with the bacteria and, and aid them and doing whatever the bacteria is going to do or you leave them alone thing that's that's yeah. kind of where i'm going with this right <laughs> like i i believe in the i believe in the there's nothing screwing with the stuff in the petri dish thing just watching right? Yeah, there. Well, not even watching. There's nothing there, it, but the 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 two percent of reality that you see the ghost, you see the specter, you see the UFO, you see the dragon flying over the hill or whatever. You think your jacket's I, lucky? Yeah, see. That, that that kind of thing. I don't. Sure, there could be something more. And I, I, I really can't even come up with an analogy because all it's going to come around is psychology. Like I was going to say, mm -hmm. the more deep-seated the deep mental thing about having to believe in something after this because you're, you know, you're scared of what could be beyond this. I mean, that's fine. But like I, I, I can't – and I used to be Christian. I can't – I can't even form words to come up with something that would be like interfering with the with the bacteria in the petri dish i just oh. can't i don't know if that's like a limitation of my of my intelligence or if that's just like my brain being i, I don't think I, it's a limitation of intelligence i think it's a limitation of um i don't want to say comprehension i want to say it's a i guess yeah maybe comprehension i mean like if you can't even comprehend that it could be something mm -hmm. Like, it, yeah, it's a limitation. Like, though, like you're not capable of comprehending that it's like it's possible. And, and you can't put it into words for it. Whereas, like, I can comprehend your like science stuff. I understand that, like, why you believe it, and that it's like you know, I don't agree, but I can comprehend both. I don't just like. I think that's the problem with but the way that. But you, I think that's a societal problem. I don't think that's a you problem. I think, personally. but just kind of to back on what you just said, I I think, but you're you're kind of poisoned that a little bit because your end result, even with comprehending science, is still going to lead back around to something religious, like the excuse me the you're not going to deny the fact that science brought us the iPhone in the car because that's just no. stupid. But the end result of the existence of humanity is still coming around to the same end, the same, the same field goal. It's still going to come around to yeah. the, to the, you know, the 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 intelligent creator thing. So yeah, well, which is why there are like there there are Christian scientists, yeah, like that believe you know in science and all that, and but still believe there is an end yeah, and there is a purpose. I think that's such a and I, I respect people that can, can kind of mold the two fields, but I don't – personally, I don't think you can play – I don't think you can sit on the fence in this issue. I think it's either A or B because, okay. because you are you are using one to help explain the other if you do, right? Like you can, you can be like, yeah, science exists, and it's all rational and everything, but it's because God gave us the ability to have reasonable, logical thought, which came into science. So you come back around to this circle thing of – Science exists because God. God yes, science. as a Christian, you you have to believe God created everything. Meaning God created science. That doesn't mean that you can't believe in science if you're a Christian scientist. It just me means that you don't believe it's random. You believe God created it for us to discover. That's what I'm saying. That's that's exactly but that's. I don't see how that's that, a problem. Well, that's the crossroads you're at, right? Because past that fence, I'm fine with it being random. I don't care. 
I, I, I can, I can, I can, I can swallow the pill that our existence is a one in ten trillion chance. Okay. Just because of we were, the universe happened, and then everything formed, and then Earth formed, and then we were far away enough from the sun not to freeze but not burn, and 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 coincidence, 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 happenstance, 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 us. Like mm-hmm. I can, I can swallow that pill. Because to me, that seems more logical than than things just happen, like just coming into being. Right? I mean, I can swallow that if that's what it is. I just don't. It, to me, that just seems beyond implausible. Yeah, and then that's fine. I mean, I've I've had this conversation with people, but they are even on the scientific side that they're like, well, you know, maybe the Big Bang wasn't it. Maybe there was something else. But they always pushed it back towards some kind of quantum singularity black hole you know somebody somebody farted in the va- in the vast emptiness yeah. of space and we came out and i i i just can't right. my mind oh. just wrap my mind around a lot of that. some of the big bang i don't know if this is off topic or not a lot of atheist scientists did not like the big bang theory when it right. came out Obviously. because because be, no like, but be, caused it yeah because it means there's a beginning and yeah. what caused yeah. that beginning? And they didn't yeah. like that. They were like, "Well, that that points around that there's something out there that caused this to happen intentionally." Yeah, right. that's and that's gonna, why there was a lot of pushback on it for and, a and while. That, and that's going to be the biggest fight of our existence is the because every time, every time we come up with something, there's going to be a well. What, what about before that? What about before that? What mm-hmm. about before that? And that is the. As far as we cannot comprehend that. Right, and so we have to come, and there's really only two. You literally, even thinking about it briefly right now, hurts my head to think, like, <laughs> when did it all begin and what was before that? <laughs> like, well, that, big, like... Big numbers and, and big, like, I can tell you that Beetlejuice is hundreds of thousands of times of the sun, right? And that yet that's that yeah. seems big, right? But you can't quantify that in your mind, because the sun's fucking huge. Yeah. The sun, Let's... like, if you, put, if you put the Earth scale to the sun, we're a little blue marble... That you can just barely see, like we're we're a pixel, right? I used to know back in back in like sixth grade how many Earths would fit in the sun. Alas, I don't know. More. So I don't, it, I don't know, but it's that we it's a lot basically. We don't have I don't have yeah, the time to say it's many. a lot. Um, but, um, but the 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 eternal argument, and I guess we kind of leave the audience with this because this is a pretty good uh, note to leave it on. And this ties back in with the whole Halloween, Halloween ghosts, inspectors, and luck, and everything else that kind of that is thing. The eternal argument is going to be, um, what side of the fence do you rationalize your world with? And there really is only two sides to choose. You're either science based or you're faith based, right? What if it's the simulation theory? Now, see, people that are people that believe in both would say that there yeah. is another side, right? But the problem, and there's a lot of people that believe in both. The problem with and and this is my personal. Opinion. You said the majority of religious people probably believe in both. Yeah, <laughs> um, this is my personal opinion, and this has nothing to do with either the people in this call. But I think there really can only be two sides, mm-hmm. at least for right now, until until something demonstrably happens that is like there is something. That ties the two together, or, or to an extent, I kind of agree with you. All I'm because saying is, asteroid twenty twenty. Like, let's 
Isn't there supposed to be an asteroid that's supposed to grow? According like, to Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah, there is. Right before the yeah. election, I'm pretty sure. Isn't that just? And and there, here we go luck. again. Yeah, isn't well not even luck. I mean that'd be they, terrible. Actually, it's only refrigerator <laughs> size, so it wouldn't matter. But yeah, no, that, it's isn't small. that such a isn't that such a calling card of the argument we just had? Because mm-hmm. it's like 2020 has been a shitty fucking year. Yeah. It what are the odds has, of that, right? And it's just like, yes, goddamn. What are the now odds? We have, now we have this and next event happening, and it's a it's a refrigerator sized asteroid, so it's not like it's gonna wipe out. No, humanity, yeah, it's but, it's gonna be gone but, by the time it. But it's just like it's just like it's one of those things where rationally you can go, yeah, there's a bunch of flying fucking rocks out there, and they're gonna eventually hit us because you know we're hurtling through space. space. Spatial mechanics and orbits and all that and all that high level math I can't do, and then and then you can go or it's somebody throwing fucking pebbles from a slingshot because they're like yeah this is your year because fuck you for whatever reason or it's and people dropping fish food into a tank. Yeah, we could just we could be the bacteria in the petri dish I was talking about. Yeah, but yeah. To, to kind of close this out, um, because I know the attention span of most people is not that long, lol. Yeah, we've been going um, like a lot longer than we didn't do. The the eternal argument for for this is going to be how you rationalize reality, and absolutely, and and it's very hard for a lot of people. And this is why this conversation, this type of conversation, really intrigues me because it really is a match between rationality and faith. Mm-hmm. And you can mix yep. both. You can mix both. I have absolutely no issue with that. But you 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 gain your you gain your graphs for one or from one or the other. And sometimes you like I said, you have a mixture of both. But deep down, when you question people, it's going to come down to you know a a a um. There's a string puller, or we are the luckiest fucking things that have ever happened ever yeah and and that is and that is just something that science and faith is going to grapple for the rest of existence because i i don't think we're ever going to find out unless we time travel backwards not in our lifetime i don't i don't think we're ever going to find out really what the omega what the alpha and omega is because that's something that we just are not equipped to handle mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. And I think it is going to be an internal discussion, in an eternal discussion, for the rest of humanity to just kind of figure out, you know, what, which, what are the, which of the two stories are we going to go with at night that we can live, we can go to sleep and live with the rest of our existence, because that's kind of what this comes down to. And there's been wars and books and plays and whole civilizations that have gone through this. And it's something that we're going to live with the rest of human existence until, you know, the the Prometheans come down from the stars and tell us we are created from their DNA. And it doesn't matter because at that point <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, because there, because that that would be the end goal would be aliens coming down and telling us where where their creations so are. we made you. A, yeah, or a god coming down and telling us that you know we are his creation or something or i don't right. know whatever, whatever well that is the, the whole thing in the bible right so when or, jesus yeah, comes all, back all, we'll, we'll yeah, really all, know all creation stories like that but i i don't want to kind of that's that's kind of heavy-handed so yeah. um halloween episode too so as much spooky as much spookiness as we talked about um 
spookiness and metaphysics. I, I guess I kind of leave. I'll leave everybody with that, which is uh, I I have uh, no issue with what you rationalize your life with, but uh, you need to rationalize it in some way, shape, or form. And uh, we've kind of discussed both of the sides that we have, and obviously there is a there is a side in this in this group here, which is fine. But there is a yeah. There's definitely, it's definitely a conversation for everybody to have, and they should be having it because not to have the conversation is just as criminal as to take one side and kill the other. And listen, um, if you like pineapple on pizza, you gotta leave. You're a communist. I'm sorry. No, I'm actually. You know what? Pineapple on pizza is not that bad. All right, I think you, you you need to leave. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you need to leave. Okay. Um, Another episode. Of the Cool Coast podcast. Thanks for watching. Uh, have yeah. a have a COVID free Halloween, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day and night or whenever listening to this. And uh, yeah. we'll, we'll try to get on. We'll try to get back to a normal schedule, but I doubt it because I'm an incredibly lazy person. And, and uh, it happens. Maybe we'll I get have, two in a row this time. It'll be yeah. Well, it, it was a month last time. Now it's gonna be two months this time. But. Uh, <laughs> Regardless, uh, that has been the Cold Coast Podcast. We'll see you in 2021. And good luck. Good luck. Don't die. Hallelujah. Praise Thank the Lord. You.